So, I, I mean, they said here, here, Gen, a, Gen X nerd boys jerk off to this, and by God, we did. <laughs> Hi there, and welcome to Hav and Charles Talk Comics. This is Charles Herring. I am one of your hosts, and I'm here with my very good friend, Javier Gonzalez, to talk to you about the fourth episode of season three tonight. Hi, Hav. How you doing? I'm good, Charles. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm so excited to be doing this. We were supposed to be doing this last week, and because of things, we didn't. So now we're here this week. One of those things was I hadn't finished reading. Yeah, <laughs> but it happens for a good reason. So... Yes. Yeah, no, I'm. I was looking forward to it last week. Of course, I'm looking forward to it this week. It's already been. I'm gonna just be just like water cooler guy. It's been a long week. It's Thursday night. We're recording this. I thought I should have been. It felt Friday-ish yesterday, and I am just so ready for not to work for a couple of days. So there's that. So what you're saying uh, is you're calling in sick tomorrow. I wish. I wish I could. I wish I could. But no. So no. This is something that's a very nice respite. Oh, in good. the middle of the week to look forward to. So, so yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know if we have anything to any housekeeping, no. housekeeping, no. or anything like that. Otherwise, I was just going to jump into it. I think we should jump into it. So, I suggested we read Uncle Sam and the Freedom Fighters from 2006, and you suggested we read The Good Asian from all the way back in 2021. That is correct. So let me uh, get my abacus out and do some calculations here. And figure out which one came out first. Yeah, so let me carry the five. There's a one there. I'm going to say Freedom Fighters was first by a few years. Yeah, just a few. Just a few. But so it, yeah, it is in the new millennium. It did. It is. It's got a two in front of it. Yes. I had I had, had this on my short list of things to suggest, I swear to God, for since season one. Okay. So what is it about the Freedom Uncle Sam and the Freedom Fighters that made you that that makes you want to do it? Had you read it before? Yeah. Okay. So what is it about that cuz you keep bringing up Uncle Sam and the Freedom Fighters Uncle Sam, not like in a weird way but it's just something you bring up and until you brought it up originally I'd never heard of it. So this so I read this when it came out. Like this is when I was still picking up comic books on a pull list. Um, and for some reason, I knew just Jimmy Palmiotti, the writer, one of the writers on it, from something else, and was like, ooh, that's cool. And then I remember Uncle Sam and the Freedom Fighters when I would randomly pick up a Justice League of America comic book from the late 70s and early 80s before I was like a serious comic book collector kid in, in middle school. They would always do those annual crossovers, crossovers with the JSA, right? Every once in a while... I, I'm agreeing just because I only know this because of recent things. So I didn't, back then, I okay. did not know they did that. Okay. I did know that because that's where I fell in love with, for example, Captain Midnight and the his, 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 his Captain Midnight, Dr. Midnight and his, his costume with his owl. And you got to see, you know, Dr. Fate when he was part of that group and, and, and just the old, old Green Lantern, old Flash. Every once in a while during that annual crossover, because it was always, you know, between two verse, 
I, at least once or twice, Uncle Sam and the Freedom Fighters from their Earth, Earth X, I think is what it was. And and you mentioned last time the the Earth that Uncle Sam, their Earth before Crisis on Infinite Earths, is my understanding the Nazis essentially won and they were still fighting for freedom up until the 70s. No, I can't hear you. Yeah. So no, so like I was saying, from back then, I remember seeing Uncle Sam and the Freedom Fighters. And then when this came out, yeah, I mean, internet was around, so I did a deep dive on Uncle Sam the Freedom. I think it was Quality Comics. He he was a Golden Age character, Uncle mm-hmm. Sam, and and you know he's you got him fighting Nazis back then, forties, fifties, and then kind of went away. And then Quality Comics went away, and then apparently they were bought by DC. And then he starts making these appearances from Earth X again. I think it's Earth X. And then after Crisis, guess what? On Infinite Earths, they're all in the same universe, mm-hmm. but then never really used very much unfortunately in my opinion and just this iteration i've used iteration twice i think this version of him if it's different than his original i don't know just that he's the spirit of america yeah i i got that out of it i and and i think it's a cool character and a good and a cool idea okay and then the other characters are just really good characters you don't you didn't i didn't i hadn't seen it's just something new and and shiny and new to me even though they're all old characters uh, and different I, I only had one real problem with it because I don't like the, how they changed it to be so political because I'm sure because comics have not been. I'm sorry. I just, okay. Okay. Go uh, ahead. I, you're, yeah. you're, you're, go ahead. Uh, no, that, that, that was it. That was the joke. The, the running joke we've done from, I don't know, like literally the first episode that we did. Yeah. So No, look, it's, it's, it's uber political. This came out in 2006. This oh is in my. the middle of W yeah. and well, Iraq. It's even uber political to the point of they have an actual fascist thing going on that they're talking about, and then they're excoriating a guy for being liberal in part of the group, and they they said, oh, well, it's not about the sides. Motherfucker, you've got one side that's fascist, and you're attacking a liberal in your group. But there's no other political discussion is, except the group of pseudo-fascists that make up the spirit of America. (laughs) Sorry. Or yeah. I'm sorry, I it, it was it was very political. No, I mean, it, it is very much so, including the illegal alien who takes over the country. Yeah, and artificial intelligence. Yes, yes, it was ahead of its time on that. Get, can oh, I, I didn't even ask you. Did you like it? I I I did. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It. it I mean, it was. I, I made a joke about it, but it was a little overdone on the the political stuff. Oh it, yeah, they it, they didn't back off. I mean, it's just like, good Lord Almighty, uh, it, in, including including Uncle Sam. Well, this isn't about politics; it's about America. It's like motherfucker. I, America is just politics. That's the whole point of America is politics. I so yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I it, it was an interesting read. It is definitely outside of my interests. What with being a massive group book, a massive event type thing on top of that. I think it was coming off of massive event thing. I think they were kind of featured in an event, if I remember, and they were kind of pot. I this is all from memory, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Oop, let's spin them off into a book." And I, I don't know. I have. I think it must have done okay because there is a second volume. Okay, that comes out. I think almost immediately after this one. Really, I I didn't know that. I thought it. I thought that was the last one. Did I thought? I don't. Ha ha! Wow, words hard. I didn't see that it rolled to another one, or is it just a completely different... There's a next volume the next year. Okay, so it was like a year later they came out with another starting over at one? 
Yeah. Because what yeah, I'm saying is two. when I finished reading, they didn't, it didn't go to the next one. Like it was a series, like it's the series. No, I got you. No, 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 no. So it was a second it's, it's, mini it's a, series. Yeah. Okay. If that's what they did. I think they did a couple different series. Okay. So I, when you suggested it, I did find something at the actual public library that I pulled because it was actually on Earth X. And it's a more recent thing that they did on Earth X with the Freedom Fighters. And the Earth X is the one where the Nazis won. Right. So the, okay. So that would be them fighting the Nazis, actually fighting the Nazis on Earth X. And I, I, I got it delivered to the library and never picked it up for reasons that I haven't had time. So they've probably taken it back because I was going to read that. I was like, oh, okay, I can let, let's play in, in that in that world, since even though they did Crisis on Infinite Earths, they then went back and had all of the universes again. Yeah. Which we'll delve into on our next episode. Ooh. Ooh, a little teaser there. No, yeah. did you... So you, you had mentioned at the end of the last podcast when you were kind of looking this up, or maybe we were, we were, weren't still recording. We weren't. That there was a more recent... Is that the volume we're talking about where yeah. they're still on Earth X and they're fighting well, they're, the they're Nazis on Earth and all X that? fighting the Nazis. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't read it. I may dig it up since I got the DC the DC thing and just read it on there. Cause I do like to read on the iPad instead of the actual hard copies. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it is very political. So it's gotten so bad there. There's a, there's a presidential election going on and this one Senator is probably going to win. And this robot just clean, just like punches a hole through his chest and says, I'm going to be, be you now. Well, that, that there, there was a little more to the reason the, there is a group, uh, there is a group within the country that is a meta group. That is to do things for the government. Shade. Yes. And this man said he was going to, the senator that's running for president and was leading in the in the polls said he was going to pass a law that would give them a lot of power over the metas and a lot of power over the U.S. It then turns out he told them, ha ha ha, no, I'm not going to pass that. As a matter of fact, when I get elected, I'm going to gut this, which is actually a good thing because the law is, I mean, it was the Patriot Act for metas and on steroids and that's when he he says oh well ha 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 and they kill him and they replace him with a robot whose so. name is gonzo apparently is it yeah okay yeah and well. oh and the, the senator that's about to be president that they kill is the dad mm -hmm. of phantom lady who just to go down this little trail that's the character that they turn into silk specter in watchmen Oh, okay. From quality, because all the all the Watchmen characters are quality comics comic uh, characters. I thought they were Charlton. Then I thought they maybe, maybe the I'm ones wrong. the ones Don't he used were Charlton. Well, no, you're I'm right. I'm just saying for that though, weren't those Charlton comics that were Watchmen? You, you now that you say it out loud, you're right. Okay, could, so maybe she came from there, and some maybe of these others did. came. But well, they could also have come. The other ones can come from quality because remember, DC doesn't respect anything, including the fact that they didn't buy any of this shit. You keep saying they bought quality comic. No, they probably didn't buy shit. They just probably started printing it, and everybody's like, "Oh, they must have bought it." Because the comic nah, world was a yeah. You know what? You're right. I I, I want to say she. I I think I know that Phantom Lady was the. But I'm not going to Google it because I don't want to clicky click click. But okay, you can Google it. it we'll, um, we'll take the 20 minutes of your clicking and. Well, no, there's other stuff. So Shade is run by Father Time, which okay. is also a cool bad guy, yes. I think. Well, he was, I, I, by the end, you can't even decide if he was a bad guy or not. I, no, no, don't get me wrong. He's a bad guy. 
he's but a bad still, person, but he thinks he's a good guy. He, he, he did well, all this on purpose. He, oh, it, literally everything. At the end, he played that bullshit of, oh, no, I, I meant for them to win in the end. So we would get what we what I really wanted, which is, motherfucker, you're you're evil and stop trying to make yourself pretend that you're not. A lot of people died, dude, Yo, because of what Lord. you said in motion. Okay, so you had, so the, just the other characters, Phantom Lady, Doll Man, which I think is a great character. I don't know why. I just do. Okay. Just a weird, because he's like Ant-Man, but he can't get big. He's always small. Oh, yeah, because he's, he's he's six inches of power. So, yeah. Yeah. What? Okay. okay. What? I'm just waiting for you to make a, one of your jokes. I what What is wrong with saying six inches of power? <laughs> Nothing. I mean... Good Lord. You know, there are women out there that would... Never mind. Okay, see? You couldn't help yourself. You couldn't couldn't help yourself. You couldn't. Then you got Human Bomb, who is just a literal... I'm I'm stealing your thunder here. Literally a human bomb. Nuke. He can go nuclear. I I don't think he always does, because remember he said, I'm going to go nuclear. So I think he can... I think he can pop off at different levels. Oh, my gosh. What? Yeah. No, he no, no, you're nothing. No, oh, okay. I'm just saying it's a weird power. It's yeah, just no, I, I mean know. he's he's, he's it, in a he's in a one of those not even fact, hazmat like I'm, radioact- radioactive suits. He has to have a special special drugs to not prematurely explode. Yes. And and they spent a lot of time talking about his the fact that he could pop at any time. They do, they do. They do. Go ahead. No, it's just a weird character. Okay. And then the the ray who is just a self-indulgent, narcissistic, chauvinistic... Why are you looking at me when you're talking about this shit? Well, because we're... This is how we Oh, do no, the that's how we do... Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I yeah. thought you were... Not, not, yeah. not because right. any of that applies to you at all. No, the Ray... And then what is great is that then the Ray gets to come up and it's because the original Ray comes out of retirement or something at the end and and, and puts him in his place. And I don't know. I, I, I enjoy the reread a lot. Well, I, it, I know it's it's super. By the way, if you if anybody reads this, just get ready because it is it is heavy handed. Which I almost feel like it had. To, everybody was so rah rah oh, back then. Jesus, fuck! If you're gonna have Uncle Sam be a character, it has to be heavy handed. You can't say you have the spirit of America fighting for America and not have it heavy. I mean, that right there is just that's, that's heavy handed. That's that's a very very good point. No, they leaned. I I will give them credit. They leaned into it. There was the government agent, you know, they had that first group that doesn't go well. And then they had that really steroid out, you know, steroided out looking flat top wearing guy that was just so over the top. Uh, I'll kill for America no matter what. And then Uncle Sam like knows stuff about him that gets him all weepy or not weepy, but just like, hey, I remember when you were seven there and you, I don't know. It was just, yeah, I just liked it. I don't know. There was all that. Who else am I missing? Oh, the weird uh, black condor. It's like the spirit of the Native Americans. There's that aspect of it. Was he black condor? I don't know. I'm just, I'm making stuff up now. Uh, What was his name? I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't remember. Black, no, he was it's, black. Okay, Condor. I, I, I was not positive. Yeah, and so he and he is uber powerful too. Oh yeah, so, he's he's definitely OP'd a bit. I mean, just all of them have just all this power. And then they had the the one woman that they'd faked, and then the real one came back because she had l- pretended to age with her husband. Yeah, Miss America. Miss America, and then she came back, and she was just loving killing all these bad people. She was like, "Oh, this is great! I'm so glad I came back." She's like, "Now that my husband's dead, I can go back to being a hot piece of ass and fighting for America." Yeah, and she knew she knew Uncle Sam from back in the day. I would like and, to. Well, because there's I would, a robot that replaced her. Hold on, I would like to very briefly 
say that that was just a joke about the hot piece of ass. That was I, I feel that that was a slightly misogynistic statement. I did not mean it that way. I was rolling. I apologize, Hav. I know you're sensitive. You did mean it that way, but as a joke. Mm. I mean, you, I mean, yes, yeah. I mean, it was a. I, I, I know you're joking. Dude, I know, that, I know the, 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 this part was a joke too. Keep going. Okay. So, what else? I'm trying to think. So, okay, I, I talked briefly. Uh, written by Justin Gray and Jimmy Palmiotti, art and cover by Daniel Acuna. I dug all the writing. I know it's heavy-handed, but like you said, you know, very good point. Like I'm all, I'm apologizing. Oh, there's a lot of po- it's called Uncle Sam and the Freedom Fighters. So guess what you're gonna get? The uh, so I I enjoyed it. The writing, then the art, I thought it was great. I I liked the the, art the painted cover stuff and very distinctive. I dare say now this is a you know Daniel Acuna is one of those that. I don't know a lot that he's done, but I feel like if you see his art, you'll, you know it's him. Uh, pretty darn distinctive. There is also, oh, let's see if there's any any other main players I'm forgetting. Please forgive me. But, oh, I know it was something interesting. It was Senator Knight, then President. It was Senator Knight they killed, and then Knight. Uh, he's the dad of, did I already say that? He's Phantom Lady's dad? I may have said that. Yes, you said that. Okay. There was something else. Oh, reading about the, the background behind this. So, borrowed from notes by the great... And I didn't know this before I read this. The, the great Grant Morrison had outlined, apparently, this story. Oh, really? And Jimmy uh, Palmiotti and Justin Gray were like, uh, thank you very much, maestro. We're going to run with this. And, uh, the, oh, because the character, because fi- it's the notes I read, or some maybe probably from the Wikipedia page, was that Uncle Sam is kind of like, not kind of, is a Christ-like figure coming back from the dead. He's been gone for a while. Firebrand, that that young kind of whippersnapper superhero that they that's that's first that's you know first going up against you know the 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 robot and everything. It gets kit it gets uh, captured. Mm-hmm. Firebrand is his John the Baptist proclaiming the coming of Uncle Sam. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm not making. It's not like I came up with this theory. I read it from a Wikipedia page. So take it take it with a grain of salt. It's Wikipedia. But I thought that was I thought it was interesting. Now, it, it, even in the the notes, I saw a couple. I saw the notes a couple places from a idea or a plot, a, a concepts based by Grant Morrison. So mm-hmm. there is that. I don't know. There's not otherwise. There's not much to it. I guess any any other things from from your looking at it. Well, I did, mean, did you read this? I did read this. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that there. Like it, it was a pretty quick read. I felt like it. It was. Yeah. I th- there was some funny stuff in it. There was a there was a scene with I I don't know if it's the Ray and the little tiny guy. The little tiny guy goes, "That's impossible." The other one says, "Said the six inch soldier with a rocket pack." Yeah, Dollman. His name is Dollman. Dollman. Okay. There was some eye rolling stuff. Uncle Sam at one point talks about these dark things bring chaos and destruction. They are math magicians of the anti life equation. And this machine is one of their contra- constructs. Math magicians of the anti life equation. Well, the anti life equation is a big deal in the DC universe. I know. And it's dumb. Oh, hot sports opinion. No, it's not. The anti life <laughs> equation is dumb. You hated Cosmic Odyssey. Gosh darn it. That's, that was the bad guy in Cosmic Odyssey. What is the anti life equation, Tough? It's just death. Be quiet. Don't don't overthink it, okay? Don't don't overthink it. Don't 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 do don't do stop it. Why do you need a math magician to put a bullet in the back of somebody's skull? Whoa, whoa, not a bag not not a bullet. Nothing so crude as that. We're talking about destroying all life in the universe. Why? Uh, because that's their goal, because they're weird. They're bad guys, Charles. Don't again. Well, why, I mean, even Thanos didn't want to destroy all life in the universe. He just wanted to destroy 
half the life in the universe because he doesn't know how to share. Well, he does. And he didn't think of just creating more resources. If you're talking about the MCU in the comic books, he just wanted to get into into Lady Death's pants. Yeah, he wants to fuck death. Yeah. I mean, and she was a, I mean, she's a bony piece of ass, but whatever. I don't, if you're in the don't, I don't, I don't kink shame much. So yeah, yeah, it was, it's, there's, again, I think this was coming off an event and I, and I wish the, the, uh, let's see. Father Time discovered the astronaut fetus and started up something he called the Gonzo Project. He educated the machine and exposed it to every bit of recorded human history. It absorbed knowledge at an incredible rate. Yeah. They had a whole nother team that was that was had had the Americando, America Americando. That was and that flat top guy. That was the flat top guy. And you'll meet Barracuda and Railgun later. This was some. This was some serious. I. It was hilarious. I oh oh the the fake president the robot president yeah when when they when they said who it was I I loved this oh no you discovered my secret whatever shall I do I know <laughs> I'll kick you repeatedly in the birth canal until you hemorrhage won't that be fun they kill somebody they kill one of the heroes the invisible hood they kill um, yeah he comes to their rescue and then boom dead that was a quality comics character that they decided to just kill. That seemed like it was a very nice. Oh, they had a great they had a great moment between two superheroes in the big battle. One goes, "Who are you?" She replies, "I'm the Red Bee." Sorry, I've never heard of you. That's okay. I'm new. <laughs> yeah, I'm new. Like okay, whoops a daisy. Yeah, I. This was the the whole. It was corny. Yeah, you can it, say it was. Corny. It was fine. Yeah, it it, it definitely was. I okay. So here's the thing. It had a lot of the problems with team books. There was too many people. They all had to have different things. You had the one guy who you said was John the Baptist that kept trying to I fuck Phantom Lady. Um, yeah, Firebrand was his name. Okay, and kept trying to. I mean, just the whole thing was sexually harassing her. And then she tried to jump all over Black Condor, and he poo pooed her because he didn't just have sex. He needed to feel love or something to that nature. There was a there was a great interaction between Firebrand and Phantom Lady, though, that she made some comment about staring or something. He says, I wasn't I, I wasn't. I just never met a girl like you before. And she goes, you you were, but it's OK. You're cute. I'd make out with you, but I can tell you fall hard, hard for girls. I'd break your heart and walk all over you. He replied, what if I like that in a woman? Then you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Which that that's actually fair. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I I, I sound it's like okay. I don't try to convince yourself. No, that no, you did I I truly I truly did enjoy it. I just it was one of those. It's one of these comics that just was maybe too much. Does that make sense? It was just so full of its what it was trying to do. It was just like, good lord. I don't know. Let's put it this way. Although I might I might still read the one. Where they're in on Earth X, I don't re- think I'd read a second volume of this one. That there was not a single one of those characters that I was intrigued with. They all seemed to have been the kind of character that was made in response to somebody else making a character back in the Golden Age. That they're like, oh well, let's make our version of this, and then I can see that, and then that just was the s- the slightly less good character. Hmm. I mean, they had a slower Flash, didn't they? At one point, have a slower Flash. That was they the had- Ray. The ray, okay. The ray was the slower. And he can fly. Okay. Light powers of some type. The bomb. Mm-hmm. I there. No, there's some that are. I mean, Uncle Sam's unique. Uncle Sam's Uncle Sam. Captain uh, America. Uh, well, Uncle Sam's the spirit of America. Captain America. And, and then 
Doll Man predates Ant Man okay. and the Atom. Okay. He's just six inches and can't get bigger. And and then so what's her face? Phantom Lady is from qual is from quality. I was confusing her with Nightshade from Charlton okay. Comics. Okay. That's where they get Silk Spectre. But then I know just looking at it here, apparently Alan Moore was borrowing from Nightshade, Black Canary, and Phantom Lady to okay. do his version of Silk Spectre 2 and 1 from I got that. You. I actually I like Yeah, no, hey, I get it. It was, look, it, it's, it, it is over the top. It was, it was very, God, I hate to say, it was of its time, even I, for early 2006. I, I liked Phantom Lady, although I didn't like the kind of, oh, we're going to make her the uh, drunken, hoary celebra- celebra- celebrity superhero but she even kind of plays that off and says she's doing that to to stop people from getting too close i understand she's super smart but she's still they still did that okay i i just i i can i can dislike a part of something settle down no just because you can't dislike anything doesn't mean other people can't there you go okay as long as we're on the same page on that jesus (laughs) how long did it take you to figure that out oh i've i Uh, i I, I, since since the the lowest year for five star only use what scale goes is four. I uh, no, I did a three. Oh, I that's right. Three. The first time you introduced it, you you went below what I would ever assume. Yeah, I did a three. Gosh darn it, there was something else, and I'm oh, th- one other part that was interesting to me was this weird hideout, interdimensional hideout Uncle Sam has. Yeah, I kind of yeah, yeah, on the farm in, in the mid in, in the out of time, out of place in the Midwest. In the Midwest in the eighteen hundreds, where where he can transport buildings apparently. He can transport whatever he wants. And, and also and Doll, Doll Man, Man is, regular is, a, size. is a regular size guy. So he can hook up with his lady friend scientist. Yeah, so he can actually get laid. So that was nice, I thought, uh, and a cool aspect of it. Yeah, it was a neat so, little yeah. thing because they can just hide out there and cower from the badness. But they didn't. They brought the fight to the baddies. They did. And, and, they, then, and, they, triumphed, again, and they triumphed over evil by trusting the, the original bad guy. The original the, the, uh, Father Time actually was pulling all the strings the whole time. It was all his, you know, he was seven, 17 steps ahead of him. Yeah, there was a whole there was a whole other thing that they were going to microchip everybody in the country that would uh, control them. That oh, was... yeah, no. Okay, see, that you're bringing up stuff that I'm remembering why it was... Because, you know, this is also... Okay. No. So 9-11, then you get the Patriot Act, then all, you know, any semblance of any kind of privacy we had went away. You know, you had all the... the, the you know, we, we always had the, the secret courts where they could get wiretaps for national security reasons. But the Patriot Act stripped it down even more bare bones so that back then going to a point where everybody's voluntarily getting microchipped or voting for somebody that's going to push that through, mm-hmm. not so crazy. Like, look, we got to stop the terrorists. It's the only reason and Bush got the, a second term. Yeah. The reason we got to do this is, hey, America. Yeah. Th- these colors don't run and we don't like foreigners mm-hmm. and brown people, watch out. So, Yeah. Which we'll get to. We'll get to that in a second uh, with <laughs> foreigners. I don't know about brown people, but okay. But foreigners, yes, sure. definitely foreigners. And 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 America and its wonderful ability to welcome people in and take them into their their bosom without doing them harm, because that's what America is known for. Give us your weak, your tired, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, and we will fucking stomp their neck into the ground. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it it, it was making me think back to that time period it really was which isn't that terribly long ago and you know it's less than 20 years ago obviously 
and you know it'll be 20 years and in, in, in three more years but it's, mm-hmm. it's just interesting and that's when a, a lot of times when i read these comic books I'm like ah oh, that's a long time ago yeah but no it's really not mm-hmm. and segregation wasn't really that long ago if you go back a little further and you go back a little further jim crow isn't that long ago so uh, today hold on you you, you want to do something mm. the woman that caused emmett till to get murdered died today oh my gosh wow see yeah yeah, no, the fact that my mom remembers segregated movie theaters in San Antonio mm-hmm. when she was a kid. My mom remembers two water fountains in the South as a kid. Yeah. And the two different uncles she had, the one that let her drink from whichever water fountain she wanted and the one that would have been horrified. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Now, that's it. I don't I know. Don't, I, I got I got nothing more. Okay. For for this. No, uh, it was it was a fun read. I don't re- I don't regret reading it. And I don't have a, I, I just don't have a lot to say about it. It was like I said, heavy-handed for fun, it, because it it needed to be. And I do I do agree with you. You're right. They real really teeing off on what was going on at the time. Right. Which you know, speaking of what was going on in the t- at the time back then, early early to mid two thousands. And I didn't make this note, but I did think about it because I started watching Battlestar Galactica, the reimagined one with Edward James Olmos. And I think we've talked about the before. The first few seasons were just great. Yes. But they also were leaning into things that were going on back then through sci-fi, a sci-fi lens, especially when they get to the suicide bombing, uh, you know, season where they're occupied and they're reversing the whole suicide bombing thing where they're the ones suicide bombing the Cylons because they're wanting to be free. Yeah. From back then, that was very topical going on with Middle East and and things that were going on, IEDs, mm-hmm. etc. So I, it made me think of that 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 because when I was watching it, I was like, oh wow, this mm-hmm. it did it's reminding me of what was going on back then. That that's why this was such a big deal. Yeah, and maybe why that show was so good, and maybe why I enjoyed this comic book so much. So, okay. uh, one other random straight thought I had there at the end. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. It's, uh, sometimes things really hit you hard when they're at the right time. Yeah, I, it. I like I said, there's a lot of good stuff in there. It's a fun. It's kind of a fun comic book. There's, but there's there's an enormous amount going on. I kind of like a little less going on. I don't like all of the huge fight scenes because it was one huge fight scene after another. Yeah, I, which was. is which is not as up my uh, as up my alley as I want. I want more quippy and and I don't know character development as opposed to uh, the other. So that's about all I got to say about it. I'm sorry. I I, I think no, you should. Fine. I think you should choose better. No, I'm just kidding. This was good. <laughs> it, it was it, look I, I didn't think it was the best thing i've, I've picked it's just I, i'm picking sometimes i pick stuff out that i remember and i i re mm-hmm. i enjoyed rereading it because yeah. it made me think about all that stuff that's cool uh but i did talk about you know when we were talking about freedom fighters just now uncle sam and the speaking of how the u.s treats immigrants you, you uh, want to just roll right into it you don't want to hear about the mail oh no what go ahead we don't have any son of a bitch <laughs> No, I'm sad. The chicken's sad. Hope, hope you're happy. You made chicken sad. Yeah, I was just going to roll into it. Okay. So I suggested we read a comic book called The Good Asian that takes place in 1936 in San Francisco with an Asian detective from Honolulu. What'd you think of it? It was good. Yeah. Yeah. At first, I was a little worried. I don't know why. Okay. It was going to be too slow. Mm-hmm. It was going to be too 
over the top, but it wasn't. It was good. It, it's Edison Hark is the protagonist from Honolulu, Chinese American. But did he grow up in San Francisco and then move to Honolulu, or no, was he, he grew born? Up, he, he grew up in Honolulu. His wife was a his wife. His mother was a maid at the with the rich family that he's. The Caraways. The Caraways was a maid there, and she was murdered, and they kind of took him in on a pineapple farm in Hawaii. Okay, thank I you. I think it was a pineapple farm because back in back in those days, we were that was really a real real colonialism. We took over colonizing. We took over Hawaii, and yeah. a bunch of white people owned everything so like uh, that it just always reminds me of that eddie ezard stand up where like i claim this for england mm -hmm. we will we will cultivate this land. excuse me who are you do you mind i'm 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 claiming this for for the king and it's like oh my god look at them running around with their little their little loincloths that's from the eddie ezard stand up it's funny no it, it, no it, no I, this. no i know i, I i've seen the Ed, eddie ezard's eddie ezard stand up normally you're better at that then you oh. were there <laughs> eh, anyways i mean you well, missed I, you, you you missed you missed the whole thing well do you have a flag oh i'm sorry no flag no country according to the exactly. rules i've just made up <laughs> i mean my no. god dude no that's a good part but i just remember them going and look at the, what is with all this these feathers oh my god it's it just it was just really fun no i know you know hey colonialism colonizers all mm -hmm. that said in 1936 because on the first page of the first issue, they, well, one of the first pages of the first issue is like 1936 and they showed the Golden Gate Bridge mm -hmm. and like Alcatraz, which mm -hmm. is really cool. They also, well, they, they lead in with that and then they go through the history of, yeah, there you go. They also go through 1882 right the, off the bat. Yeah, the whole, the whole history of the Chinese Exclusion Act where the American people, see if this sounds political, the American people felt that a recession happened because the Chinese were coming over and taking their jobs. It was actually a depression, not the Great Depression in 1874. Yes. And yeah. so and they did the Chinese Exclusion Act in to make sure... 1882. You, so you could... I, I was not aware that the test needed dates so that they would keep the Chinese out. The Then the earthquake of 1906 destroyed pretty much every record in Chinatown. So yeah. everyone there pretty much said, no, no, we were born here. <laughs> yep. And then by the time they had kids, they were able to have a more established group in Chinatown that really was that really was born here and they could continue to bring people in. And as you can imagine, I'm sure, thinking back of the early 1900s, it was racist as fuck. Uh, so yeah. they had to kind of band together to take care of themselves. Well, then they talk about the six companies that, sh that form essentially the pseudo, not even shadow government. It's a, it's them governing themselves through these six companies. Mm -hmm. uh, to go further, though, 1882 is the U.S. ban on Chinese immigrants, and they expanded in 24, 1924, uh, apparently the Johnson-Reed Act, to ban all Asians and those rascally Arabs, because let's just group them all together. But then by that time, like you said, oh, and then the faking of the documents. When that fire happened, then everybody was, real, you know, oh, no, I, you know, this is my name. And this is, you know, I have this cousin that's from there. So I think that because there was some way to get people in the country, if you had somebody born here, mm -hmm. you could bring over a rel. I, I, it, or, it, it was, yeah, you can generally anytime people, American citizens can bring relatives over from other countries in, cer in certain situations. Yeah. 
it's, it's just like you can fly to Asia or Europe and meet a woman and marry them and get them in the country as your wife. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that you did that. Well, as far as you know, I, I didn't. <laughs> as far as you know, I don't have a second wife in Canada. somewhere else either. So I've said too much already. Turn this off. <laughs> stop the recording. Stop Stop. The, stop the camera. Turn off the camera. Um. So, yeah. So Edison Hark is, is raised by the Caraways. You find out through these... It's only four or five issues long, this first arc. And they jam a lot of information in here about him, his, his essentially part of the family, but not. And then he has a following out with, I think, Mason Caraways, the patriarch, his father figure. They have a falling out because Edison gets drunk and they have an argument. Do you remember that? And, and Mason I, hits him. Yeah, Mason hits him because he made a comment about his mom. I don't know if it's just because he got drunk. Uh, you'll You'll find out. Oh, you're gonna read the next volume. Never yeah, don't mind. spoil. No, I, never for reels, oh, don't spoil. Yeah, no, I, I won't. I won't. There, um, there's some, there's some other stuff going on. He's, he's buddy buddies with the son. He has an estranged relationship with the daughter. She's angry with him. Yes, for showing but up. He has a thing for her. Yeah, the, the father is in a coma, and the son contacts him in Honolulu and asks him to come out. So when we first meet Edison Harkness, he is at the basically a holding area and i forget what it's called and it, it's a real place and what they, they it's where all the immigrants would be stashed to prove if they should get in and the asian america the asians would be stuck there much longer because they would have to just go th jump through enormous numbers of hoops to be able to get in the country and this was a guy with paper too so is it eddie haraway caraway's buddy Eddie, His buddy's Eddie, the, Eddie, the son. Yeah, the son's... So Eddie Caraway finally shows up after he'd been there for a while, and they're like, well, you should have told us he, he was with you. This, So they bring him out of there. And, and it is it is just a hardcore noir detective, because he's, he's openly not a good guy. He's not really as bad as he thinks he is, because he's, he's straddling two worlds. Yep. I, so he thinks he's a much worse person because of that, because he is doing these things that the white people d does and they're all shocked that he has a badge and he's like well you don't understand it this isn't they're like asians don't get badges i'm saying asians and that's not what they the term they use in the in the comic well, and, okay correct me for wrong. i'm Eddie's, not uh, i'm not right. gonna say oriental because it's times have changed okay no there's all sorts of terms they're using here yes, yes, and yes, yes. i don't I'm, know i'm what... certainly not going to say coolies i, I was I, gonna the, say coolies i know and they, i don't know the the uh, C H I N C, chink, they say. Did they? I, I, I missed that, that one. Yeah, okay. there was that. They call them slants. Yeah, I, it's um, it's racist, but this is not racist for the hey, let's be racist. This is racist for let's be topical of the time. This was this is the way it was. No, so but and, okay. Speaking of, I didn't think he's a bad guy. I, no, I think he's. I'm, I'm saying a, I'm saying he thinks he's a bad guy. Okay, his internal dialogue says he thinks he's a bad guy. Over and over and over about this one thing, this straddling these two worlds. Well, and he's also a cop, yes. which is rare. And uh, okay, I, I was going to ask this: Chinese American? Was he born here? I never got clear. He on was that. not. No, he, it was 1936. If he was born here, he was born in Hawaii. I suspect he was born in Hawaii of okay. Chinese descent, 
But okay. that does not necessarily make him an American citizen because that was a colony or okay. a, or a, an American territory. So I don't on that I don't know is what I'm saying. Okay, so because I mean he's a Chi- he's a Chinese cop. Mm-hmm. He's got a badge. It, he was a he was a he's a cop in Honolulu, and he Correct. as he says to people, all that means is he's a snitch. Basically, he used him as reading some of the back stuff when I originally read this. The this is what the actual police officer that they took to make Charlie Chan out of was a Honolulu cop and did things like what he's doing, going into an opium den, finding out who's in trouble, snitching on them, going into gambling dens because they were, it's hard to put an undercover agent in that is, you can't stick a white guy in an opium den without them standing out pretty much. So Right. Well, and also, I mean, yes, I understand that, oh God, Charlie Chan, we'll talk about it in a second, but the, uh, he also is conflicted also because there's that one part where he ends up having to rat out the kid. The kid says, you you know, when the kid's got the body that he finds and then yes. he ends up having to, you know, to, to help out. But it, he feels he feels bad because he's mm-hmm. betrayed the kid. Also, at the very beginning, the the guy that's that's hooked on opium, he ends up helping bring him in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's he, just. Yeah, he felt less bad about him. Yeah, that guy was probably not a good guy. Yeah. So there's that. He felt bad about the little kid that was, he felt bad about the little kid that was, that told him about the dead body. But then remember, if he weren't stuck in the detentions, hadn't been stuck in that detention center, they were going to try to hang that body on him. Right. I mean, that was the, okay, the closest Asian to it. Well, clearly you killed the guy. Yeah. Dead white guy shows up Mm -hmm. in Chinatown. Yeah. We we got a which, which, Chinese dude did it. Yeah, uh, it's just. And I like, can't find what's the daughter's name, the caraway daughter. Anyways, so he's brought. He's coming there because Ivy is was taking helping taking care of Mason Caraway and has taken off. Has disappeared. She's disappeared. That's correct. And so Eddie brings him in to try to help. And then you get to hear about I forget the name of the the really the the boogeyman, but the hatchet men. Mm-hmm. And the one that said he was going to get revenge and all the people that, mm-hmm. you know, got him essentially cast out that, or why he had to go into hiding. Years years before they got rid of the Tongs, which is the Chinese mafia. And now one of the one of the killers for them appears to have returned. That's who killed the white guy. And he's killing with a hatchet. And you find out later at the end of it, they when he kills at the end of it, he ends up killing at the end of this volume. He ends up killing uh, the Eric, Eric Carraway, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Carraway ends up killing Eddie Carraway. And they rip off the mask and it's a, it appears to be a white guy. Yes. And but then doesn't that kind of ends right there, right? That's yes. Where it it, 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 it the, just, I mean, for, just it, boom, it ended. I was shocked because yeah. I thought for some reason I didn't look ahead. I didn't try to even look and see how many volumes it was. I thought, wow, they got one issue to wrap a lot of stuff up here. Mm-hmm. And then they end with, look, it's, I guess, spoiler, this came out. No, I don't know if I want to, no, how much I want to spoil. It had the cliffhanger, the crap out of it. In case anybody wants to read this, it's just very much read worth it. Reading. Yeah. I, you're listening to a, a, podcast where we're talking about it we're, we're going to talk about the stuff yeah I, so i did at least it, it, wait till three seconds in normally you're like oh and by the way at the end of it they kill eddie caraway yeah we're going to yeah. talk about the is the we're going to talk about the good asian it, it's i won't get into that but at the end eddie caraway one of these main characters dies who knew <laughs> it's weird you've actually gotten better at that you, you you've learned to build a little <laughs> yeah but it's hard man i just want to jump in 
and let's, let's go. Let's do this thing. Oh, Victoria is the name mm-hmm. of the, the, the Carraway daughter. And then you have that whole weird thing where he, you could, t- I get, you get the feeling that Eddie, uh, that Eddie, that Edison, Edison liked Victoria. Victoria never liked him. And Eddie, when he, Eddie goes and gets a hooker, maybe there's some similarity. Sure, in the sure way she looked looks. exactly like her. I thought for a second there that it was up. her, didn't you? Yes, because yeah. you, you're supposed to think that. So there's all that. Yes. So yeah, the Edison's got some some conflict. I, you know what? It made me think of, and I don't know if I've ever told you this before, and I've never, now with everything online, I should really go do some ancestry stuff. My great-grandfather apparently was one of the first, if not the first, Hispanic sheriff's deputy for Bear County. And which made the reading of this made me think about him being, mm-hmm. you know, Mexican American, but a cop mm-hmm. back then in what that must have been like. Standing in, standing in two worlds. Yeah. Because he was I heard one of the only ones probably and mm-hmm. I heard the first one. And then unfortunately he was shot down in the line of duty hmm. and left a bunch of kids for my great grandmother to raise. And that's a whole other story. But, but yeah, so that made me think about that. So which made me think I need to ask my mom more stories about him. There yeah. apparently was a song in Spanish written about him, uh, that the, the, the neighborhood they were from, everybody knew. And she actually sang it to my niece many Christmases ago that she remembered it. Anyways, it just made me think of that. And then it also made me think about just uh, him, Walking, you know, being in two worlds, whatever the white power structure versus his, he been the, the reference of being one of the good ones, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, you know, ah, oh, yeah, it's Chinese, they're so blah blah blah, but you're one of the good ones, mm-hmm. Edison. I've heard that term used for every race, every ethnicity, depending on, yep, which you means know. you're generally it means you're betraying your race somehow yeah. at least when they're like oh no you're or you're just a regular person yeah. and you're not meeting these ridiculously stupid stereotypes that racists have yeah no it's it's just weird what was the name of the boogeyman there's actually a name and then you find out that maybe ivy's that's ivy's dad yeah ivy or maybe ivy's related to him yes i can't remember her in another young lady went missing about the same time mm-hmm. oh shit okay so then you you get introduced i wrote his name down terrence chang a lawyer yes I, chinese american or chinese lawyer I, ivy's so friend that, was holly because it's holly, ivy and holly you. thank you yeah I, I only remembered it because of that you meet terrence chang he's chinese american chinese american perfect politician in chinatown is worked with because of Eddie Calloway, his father. They decided the best way to help bring Chinatown into it because they really are trying to be the white people that really do actual good things. I, that I will give them from looking at this, even though it's fairly clear that Eddie's dad fucks the help as long as they're Asian. Or I mean that that seems fairly implied, right? Yeah, yeah, All right. pretty much. Because that that was what the fight was about. By the yes. way, when you say, yes. what was the fight about? That was what Edison and Mr. Carraway were arguing about. Were you sleeping with my mom? And his mom gets murdered. That That's another thing. And the only reason he feels the only reason that the murderer got caught was because Mr. Calloway took care of it. But read volume two. So, okay. But Holly, Terrence okay. Chang is this upright guy. He gets... He's having money from Callaway and other investors are coming in and they've opened a nightclub. They're doing all sorts of things in here. And 
when they're investigating, well, when yeah. they're investigating Holly, they're talking to her sister and she comes out with a whole stack of money and a film canister. So they get it uh-huh. developed and that young that young man swings for the wrong team for 1936. Oh yeah, and they use some choice and they have good blackmail. for for being gay. Yes. Yes, they do. That I I don't know that some of them in context you get them. I don't know if I I think one of them's poof. You've never heard that? I, if it, if I had it been it, it was even oh. outdated in the 80s, man. Okay. Uh poof. I I don't know, it just I was like, yeah, I mean, 1936 it, it mm-hmm. would not be shocking at all, of course. Yeah, yeah, gay gay people have been around for a long time, huh? What? What? I thought I thought the first gay person ever was Jack Tripper on Three's Company, and he wasn't even real; he was a fake. So they're at one point they're opening this new nightclub, and this dude comes in in a costume and just starts killing people. There's all that. It's just uh, there's for four issues. They they it's really well done, mm-hmm. and it keeps going and it keeps going, and then it ends on the cliffhanger, and then I'm like, fuck. All right, I'm gonna have to finish reading that probably this weekend. Mm-hmm. Not a not a not a long read either. I mean, it's not like super. It's not super sized issues or anything. No, I mean, I was just thinking the other day to read a regular length comic book, not like a Kingdom Come or Cosmic Odyssey that they jam pack too many pages in there. Sometimes we're well, not too many. It's just bigger than usual. Mm-hmm. Ten fifteen minutes a comic book, if that. If that, yeah, yeah. It depends so, on how good it is too. Because I mean, I told you, I I I ran through Gwenpool last time in about thirty minutes. The whole, yeah, just because it was well written, well paced, and enjoyable. Yeah, uh, this one's a little. I'm. This is a completely different kind of comic book, so it takes a little longer because there's a lot more going on. Because it's not that kind of action. It's a different kind of action because there's a lot of action in it. But I, there was a really great thing where he is working with a young lady that works at the telephone exchange. Oh yeah, as an operator. And she she really she really digs him until she finds out who he is on that other side. And she slaps the crap out of him. And he says, what do you think an Oriental cop does? Yeah, I'm a snitch. I go into opium dens and I go into gambling halls and I snitch on people. Yeah, because she was shocked at that because they were like, well, he had my this arrested and he. Yep. He sure did. That's what cops do. That that's their job to arrest people. Do you ever find out why Victoria hates him so much? The the caraway daughter? Is it because he you, is an interloper? You, do, you, do you ever do you ever in the next volume? Yes. Or because I don't see anything that I remember reading in this yes. where it gives read, a... read the next okay. read the next volume. You don't want me to spoil things, so I can't no, say. No, no, no. I just I wanted to find out. No, I know. I'm just gonna tell you I literally cannot tell you anything that goes on in okay. that because anything I say will spoil just huge amounts of it. Okay, that's fine. I, you I, also mean I that probably should have had us read the whole thing. Maybe. It's yeah. okay. I'll read it. You also read the quintessential white cop Detective O'Malley. Oh yeah. That is just I'm not I mean I was gonna about to say stereotypical, but probably just that's, that's I don't think it's stereotypical. It's just who every single one of those guys was. On the on the take, really racist. Yeah. Well and it's just funny because I always get this confused, and this shows this might be racist on my part at some level. O'Malley's an Irish name? Yes. Okay. Well, because not too long before this is said in 36, Irish folks, people coming over in mm-hmm. the Northeast, eh, they, weren't, they, they weren't treated so great. That's by true. the locals. Yeah. So it's just, I, I'm wondering if the author did, this, did that on purpose to make O'Malley the guy treating, they could have made him Smith. Sure. You know, or Johnson. Yeah. Because or or the fact the... that there's there's tons of Irish cops. Yeah. And well, that, that was when, that was one of the ways the Irish really came, got got out of being, they made their way into being white is in New York as cops and 
Boston is cops and firemen. And so same thing there. And, and that was the time where your police forces were going to start being littered with the Irish. Okay. Well, I just, I was wondering if that was on purpose. I don't mean littered with Irish in a derogatory because way. Because they're trash. Speaking. Because you, you, you I, hate the Irish. I will, I will guarantee you I'm a whole lot more Irish than you are. What? What? And I'm taller. I bleed green. You should really see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a disorder. I think you might have a... I mean, died when I was young, but my, my grandfather, Hugh Francis Burke. There you, so. uh, you know what? We haven't mentioned any of this. Written by... Um, I, I'm going to say the names phonetically. Pornsack, <laughs> Pichetshot, P-I-C-H-E-T-S-H-O-T-E. I'm just, just going to say... The people that wrote and did the art for this did an incredibly good job. Alexander Tefeji, Fengji, T-E-F-E-N-K-G-I. The art and layout on these pages is great. I mean, it is just, I I have a, a screenshot of one and it's where they're, or it's a conversation in a car, but it's got puzzle pieces broken out with the, with stuff that had gone on and it's just. It's just the layout is just awesome. It is. It is. It is incredible. For the type of comic book it is, the 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 crime noir, it reminded me of some of the other crime noir stuff we've done. Very well done. I just, yeah, just very well it, done. Oh, the the cover art is all awesome. There's the varying mm-hmm. covers. I, I I dig the covers. I mean, mm-hmm. I will buy a comic book based on a cover. <laughs> and, you know, this, these were beautiful, eye-catching covers. So I, it, it is. It is very much... Like some of the other Norse stuff I have forced you to read, the thing that's nice about this is it goes back to the era where the noir stuff started. So this is not just hey we're we're doing this, but we're going to do it in the in the two thousands. We're doing this, but we're going to do it in nineteen thirty six. We're going to do it when they were writing a lot of these detective yeah. stories, the ones that were made into movies. The this is a great time to set it. For everything that they want, that he wanted to do in it. Speaking of those movies, so grow, growing up on Sunday afternoons after mass in San Antonio, if it wasn't football season and the Cowboys were on, you would watch. There would be well early in the morning. First of all, on Sundays they would have Blondie and Dagwood, old reruns of those movies. Uh huh. Based based on the comic strip. Okay. You'd have some some. Three Stooges sometimes mixed in there. You'd have Wild Wild West reruns. I liked Wild Wild West. You'd have some Charlie Chan movies that they would show sometimes on a Sunday mid-morning, morning, morning, early afternoon. I remember really liking those Charlie Chan movies. Hmm. I've never watched a Charlie Chan movie. Sun number one, sun number two. Then, since then, and actually not too long ago, for some reason, something came on and it made me do a little bit of a deep dive on Charlie Chan. Yeah, in hindsight, those were incredibly racist. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, Charlie Chan was portrayed by a white guy Mm -hmm. in, I don't know if you'd call that yellow face or yellow makeup. Mm -hmm. And they put in the fake teeth and the weird whiskers and it was just over the top i haven't got now i haven't had the wherewithal nor do i think i will to go back and try to watch a, a clip or two of the old charlie chan movies on youtube mm-hmm. or something but maybe i will but i remember liking them and then i was like oh no the that, those were those are wildly racist um but i because i also used to watch back in the 80s the old on pbs the old sherlock holmes mysteries um, really okay yeah with what's his face, the greatest Sherlock Holmes ever, whose name is escaping me. But anyways, Benedict uh, Cumberbatch. No, 
Uh, Although I did like Sherlock, and he was really good in that. But no, at one point in time, I was really into Sherlock Holmes, uh, mm -hmm. Puro, mm -hmm. Agatha Christie stuff. A lot of Agatha Christie there for a while. And of course, all the, all the Sherlock Holmes stuff. But the Charlie Chan, yeah, just incredibly racist. But then you also like Maltese Falcon. Yeah. You know, that, I mean, I know there's other, other detective stuff from back then. Obviously, what else? I, I've, I've read a lot of detective books in in my time i i very much enjoy them and and lots of more pulpy ones i've read i've read a lot of spencer books that, that they made the tv show spencer yeah, for higher from but the spencer, but yeah. they, they came from they came from books and i've read tons of those i've read uh, my favorite is elvis cole we've talked about that when we went down that yep. list from was it stump town that they had the list of detectives detectives was it stump town yeah. or was it jessica jones that had it one of those two in the background it, in one of the things i think okay because it had just the say, yellow pages yeah it, because it had the yellow pages of just all of the i mean it had sherlock holmes it had elvis cole it had just it, it was brilliant because i was going down that list going oh i've read books from i bet that, that i've read that I've read. yeah nice <laughs> it was a lot of uh, fun my so, sherlock holmes is jeremy brett sorry go ahead okay well that's all right from I'm the 80s, in case you ever happen upon... I tried to rewatch those a while back. They're a little slow, especially having watched Sherlock with Cumberbatch and What's-His-Face, but it's it was still fun to, to watch a little bit of that. What else? Oh, speaking of crime noir, have mm -hmm. you ever seen Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid? When I was a kid. I, okay. don't, remember a bit of, I don't remember it at all. I saw Which, it two days in a row at the little theater by my house, and then I never saw it again. Steve Martin? Yes. Yeah. I was at, so it I, just cut... It cuts up all the old crime noir movies, and he inserts himself in it. Okay. See, I thought that's what I read later, but I don't think I even noticed it. I think we just went to the movies because we were young. I, I forget what year it came out. I don't. I don't. Long I, we, time ago. We rewatched it in the last ten years. Okay. If not the last five years, I love that movie. I should. I should try it. I should try it out at some point if I can find Humphrey it. Humphrey Bogart's in it. Well, yeah, because they're not, cu they're cutting from all the not willingly. I, I'm hopefully they pay the estate something. But a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. I mean, a bunch of actors, uh, male and female actors. It's really, I don't know. I really liked it. So that this also, just since we're talking about the crime noir, that just made me think of that. I was like, ah, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. I need to watch that again and again and again. <laughs> what else is there, sir, to say about this? I I liked it a lot. I liked it better than my suggestion. Different, though. Completely yeah, it's, co different. it's completely different. It's a real apples to oranges type thing. The thing, the only thing you can say about it is they're both fruit, and one of them's good. Yeah, they both they See, both that, don't. That, uh, in fairness, both... I was I was comparing apples to oranges. They're both fruit, and one of them's good. Oranges. There, I've, oh. compa I've compared them, and I and I did that 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 also went through. I compared these. They're both fruit. The clearly one's an orange, and it's mine, and it was good. Anyway, oh, that was well, a joke. they both I liked okay, both themes of them. in common. Mm -hmm. uh, this fear of uh, fear of the uh, the Foreign. other, yes, foreigner. Yeah, that's one. I mean, that's the only one I can think of. So, oh. surprise, surprise. Wow, it's been a while um, since we compared and contrasted. I know, right? We we stopped doing that. We did. I don't think we ever really did. We just, no, we we didn't. But we tried it some sometimes. Sometimes yeah. we would. I'm really sad that there's no mail. So everybody, if you do want to contact us, and why would I don't know. You? I don't mean to cut off talking no, about this. Fine. Do you, and why do you would, have anything else? No. And why wouldn't you want to contact us? I mean, clearly you are just the reason you're not is we're not telling you how to contact us. So you can go to our webpage at Hav and Charles Talk. No, just Hav and Charles. Dot com. Havancharles.com, J-A-V-A-N-D-C-H-A-R-L-E-S dot C-O-M, and click the link at the top that says 
send Hav mail and you can email us right from there. And Hav yes. will get very excited and we'll read it and we'll talk about it. As long as you say it, as long as you don't tell us, don't read it on the air. And I don't know why you would send us an email that you didn't want us to read read on the air. But if you if you do need to get in touch with us that way for something else, say, hey, don't read this. I just needed to know, need you to know that Hav murdered a man. And can you do something about that? And I'll say, no, I probably can't. I'm going to need more information. And maybe you should go to the police. And what I'm saying is I got this email that I'm not supposed to read on the air. Yeah. And if you know what's good for you, I know where you live, Charles. I don't... I, I like you. I don't want to, you know. So what just, you're saying is I should just cut this bit out. Yeah. Listen, I thought I was listen. doing a bit, and now I'm just going to cut all of this out. <laughs> yeah. Send us an email. Uh, my Twitter is at HavGonzoTweets. Charles's Twitter is at HerringRedReal. We're still on the Twitter because Blue Sky I really haven't found... Say again. Because Blue Sky won't let us in yet. I don't know what Blue Sky is. Blue Sky is uh, Jack's Twitter replacement. Oh, really? Yeah, it's getting it's getting some buzz right now. Hard, but it's still invite only. It's in uh, it's in a beta, and they're all the elite jackasses that are over there are loving it, and they're saying it's not bad. And they're actually then there's there's whining from people saying, well, why why did they allow Jack to to leave and and start a start another one? And when they bought his shares, I don't think they bought his shares. It, it, I think he still owns part of they converted it his shares so they didn't have to buy as many so his converted and now he owns still owns parts of Twitter so he's off doing another thing and they're saying yeah i.e. he had an idea how to make Twitter better so he's doing that over there and I get well and apparently uh, Blood Diamond boy didn't think to have him sign a non-compete or something I don't how how would they how would he make him sign a non-compete you pay him you got to pay for it well i know that's what i'm saying i mean and and the money he just when he, you do it that way you can't make him i i love that's why I, I loved that the twitter thread i read were like why didn't they force him to do this you literally can't force somebody to sign a non-compete yeah you can't no. I, you either pay him a, t- a ton of money and if money doesn't matter to them you got no leverage yeah that's interesting no because you know what uh, so we're still there and then the the on Twitter, I thought Hive was okay there for a second. It still is. It's just, it's, it's, it was okay. Tumblr's okay. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm used to Twitter. I, yes. I, the the web the the web page the podcast has a Twitter handle run by the unpaid intern that is J and C Talk Comics. Sure, we'll go with that. Right? Is that right? Uh-huh. At J and spelled out C Talk Comics. I'm almost positive. So yeah, if you if you have a thought, if you want to, you know, give a suggestion of something to read, you want to tell us how great or not great we are, anything, anything, let us know, please. Yes, please do. Please do. Uh, we, we would very we, we would very much like to hear from y'all. And you can. I, I I made a joke earlier where I said I'm definitely taller than you, and that's in reference to a tweet that the unpaid intern made when. We dropped the latest episode, so yeah, that you, so you haven't seen yet. So now we're recording this on Thursday, April twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the new episode had already dropped, so I dropped it Yay. early. Yay! Yeah. Anything else, sir? No, I, I guess that's about it. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Hav, thank you for doing this with me. It's always fun. Yeah, it was. But are we going to suggest anything for next time? Oh Jesus, that would actually be a really good idea. And I mean, I even teased. Mine. What do you got? What do you want to do? What do you want to read? Come on. Okay. Wow. Okay. Now you're all, you're about to just wrap it up without even doing that. And now you're like, give it to me. Don't, don't hold back. What's dude, the word on the street? Dude, it's, it's been a long two weeks. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> Tom Strong. It's DC. Okay. Let's just read the first arc, which I think if there's not a true arc, I, I, it's I, just, I don't know what Tom Strong is. It's a, it's a comic book character with a comic book 
Thanks, title. dude. It's on DC. It's by Alan Moore. Okay. When he was at when he was doing his America's Best Comics. Okay. Tom Strong. Is that on Hoopla yes. or is it on DC? DC. Okay. And I'll I'll, I'll take a look and see because I I yeah, think see, it's just the, the first volume is thirty six issues from nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't think we're gonna do all thirty six. Maybe we just start with the first maybe four to six. Okay. Um, That'd probably be the way to go. So I was going to say something completely different. I will say this is a, for me, a little bit of an outlier because it is a single character title. That's true. I got you. I got you, fam. I got you. You ready? Yeah. Flashpoint. Really? Yeah. Have you never read it? Have you ever read it? You have? Oh, you don't like it. You don't like Flashpoint? It's been, it was, they did it and then they did it again and they've been playing with it. And isn't it pretty much what they're going to base the new Flash movie kind of sort of on? Yeah. Okay. No, but they've done it in other things, but this is where this came from. I know. It's the first one. Yeah. But then, like anything... Okay. Well, oh, wow. I, he's, I, I, hey, 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 I, hey, hey, hey. Don't do me to me. Well, no. I was going to say, let's see. <laughs> let's see how this goes. Because, no, I, I... Wow. Now, I'm not going to I'm not gonna be able to take it as well as you can. <laughs> Uh, no, for some reason, it's one of those things where maybe it was the first time they did it and it was good. It's just I feel like they kept on. They've gone back to that. When, when did Flashpoint come out? Do you know? No. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get to talk all about it. Man. I want to say 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, something like that. I, I've got to say, I I read this. So while I, I actually read this after I had read when they did it in the Flash TV show. And I liked it in the Flash TV show. And oh, then I went it? and I read this. And I really liked the stuff. And then I've watched the movie where they did it. And I liked the, the 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 real one when they actually did the Flashpoint. I watched the cartoon movie and I enjoyed it. So I, I don't see what your holdup on this is, but that's fine. You're talking about the one from Jeff Johns did, right? Yes. Okay. It's not that old. Wow. It's only 2011. I thought it was yeah. a lot older. Well, that's pretty old for me. Comment that is, this is, this is going back a ways. It, you, you know what? I'm gonna, I, and also there's another one back then. Around the same time, is that Identity Crisis came out? About yeah, but Identity Crisis. Yeah, we we've we've talked about Identity. We've talked Identity, about it. We never Identity read it. Crisis was. Yeah, I'm sure you'll suggest that at some point, and I'll reread it. I've read it a couple of times. We we can definitely do that. But I wow, I did not expect your reaction. That's the the first I, no, massively we'll negative reaction I've ever gotten when I suggested something. I'm that's sorry, awesome. I didn't know. No, you know that's, what? That's awesome. It's it, I'm, look, I'm not gonna because I do like. I like, didn't I know they I, did. I, I didn't know Hav could dislike things, ladies and gentlemen. I really like the, you know, I'm looking at some stuff right now. I really like the animated movie they did about it. It was interesting. Yes. And I'm hoping. And and I like the Batman in it and the whole Batman part of it. And I'm telling you, I that's one of the reasons why I want to see. The new movie. The new Flash movie, even though the, the stuff, and I know it won't be good because it's a DC movie and I'm going to be horrified because I really want it to be good. No, you know what? I, I, I think I'm I'm conflating a lot of stuff from back then and also just for some reason I poo-poo. I'm not, I can use the big boy words. I shit on DC a lot because they, they, when they find something that works, oh yeah, they, they, they beat, beat the death. shit out of that they dead horse. So does Marvel. Whether it's the Flashpoint stuff that they kept on kind of redoing, <clears throat> redoing and redoing, or like Batman being everything, or the Joker laugh, yeah. you know, the Batman laughs, Joker this, Joker that. Yeah. No, they, they do. They ride some stuff to the ground, but so does so does Marvel. Marvel. No, they do. I mean, they, they, they all do that. I do think, I, I, I do kind of think that DC probably does it a little worse, but... Or maybe it was that I, I don't think I read everything associated with it because I think the, the main series is like what six issues, whatever. Yeah. But it's one of those where if you read everything, you'd be reading like a hundred issues of comics. Yeah, I'm not talking about doing that. We're just going to read the the Flashpoint that's on Hoopla, just the regular. Okay. 
or we change this into the Flashpoint podcast. I'm not okay with that. Okay. Uh, you you have right. to run all changes by me. Well, it doesn't matter. You can try to change whatever you want. I control everything. Yeah, you do. You do. I'm going to take a lot of notes on Flashpoint. Ooh, I bet you will. I'm going to take a lot of notes on Flashpoint. You know what I'm not going to do? Take, take a bunch on. of notes. I didn't say I won't take notes. I'm not going to take a bunch of notes. Even if I take notes. notes, it won't be a bunch of notes. Although I did yeah. really enjoy what I did when I've when I've read it and then sat down and type up some stuff. We did a podcast where I actually did that and it was nice, but ain't nobody got time for that. Right? <laughs> Right. It's also nice to just sit on the the recliner and sit back with my my pad mm-hmm. and not have to worry about. Oh, I got to sit up and write some notes down. It is. It so is. There's that. Well, that's okay. what that's well, what I'm saying is is it's what I I finish reading it and then just go type up some thoughts. That's I need to do that or write down some thoughts after I've read it, not one at a time as I go. I'm not as big worried about names as you are. I just since I never can keep names in my head for some reason. I don't worry about it as much, and I've got you for that, which I appreciate yeah. greatly. I am overly excited about two things coming out this summer. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And Volume 3. Thank you very much. All right. And Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. The second one. I I could be hurt very badly with my expectations. I'm hoping I will not be, but I am terrified of my expectations of those two movies. Oh, I They're I think... really, really high. Okay. You, how high were your expectations for the last Spider-Man movie? Not that high. Okay, because was... because we've talked about those Spider-Man movies. I like them, but they're okay. They they're not they're not the Spider-Man movies I want. So I'm okay with them. For the Guardians of the Galaxy thing, a little bit of a tangent, but on uh, Vice TV, mm-hmm. they have the that Icons series, and they did one on the beginnings to the end, essentially up to the beginning of Phase Two of Marvel Cinematic Universe, and one episode essentially is about making the first Guardians oh, of the Galaxy cool. movie. So if, if Vice TV, Icons, and something Marvel MCU, okay, if you if you if you have access to to Vice TV, really good because you know I, we've talked about it before. No Guardians of the Galaxy, huh? But I'll have you know the two two of the people they featured heavily: Dan Evanette, Andy Lanning, writers of the volume that I told you to read when it was coming out, and you know, and and James Gunn holds mm-hmm. up a copy of their uh, comic books. It's it the was, Annihilation it was, Wave. It, yeah, or some some so of the stuff. It was the annihilation wave. That was what yeah, that it was. was. Annihilation. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. Yeah, it was cool. I, so, I I I I think I need to go back and reread that now. I w- I've been thinking about suggesting it. No, that's too long. Well, there's there's a there's a there's a limited one. There you can okay. read like the introduction to it. Okay. I or, I mean or, I, I mean well I mean we could do it, but I mean good lord, we'd have to break it up over like eight podcasts. No, or the first volume because right after that, that's when they launched Guardians of the Galaxy as its own proper. And I would series. be so angry as we did it. No, I think I you know what I'm not worried about Guardians of the Galaxy. James Gunn, I in I James know. in James Gunn, I, I trust. I sure. Until he gets his, uh, I don't know, he might lose his dick at DC. I mean, come on. I think if he, he just made, does, hey, he... he he made an okay Suicide Squad movie and I a thought it was great. fairly and a fairly amusing TV show so far. But he is Very not amusing. he has not knocked it out of the park yet. Okay, I I he has I, I he has not come close to what he did with Guardians. Okay, yeah, I mean, sure, I think that's, he did. That's the I bar. thought what he did. Let's see. That's I'm, I'm, that's, I'm, that's the bar. He's got to be that oh. his his stuff. If he's going to do a Superman movie, it has to be at the level of Guardians. Yeah, I mean, there's no. It has to be as good. And I'm not saying it has to be the same style because it's a Superman movie. It's not a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. You're but, not excited about Marvels? Is that coming out this year? I am, but I'm not at 
I'm not as worried about that because I don't have as high an expectations of it because it's not it's not the sequel to what I think of as the best superhero comic book movie ever made. And it's not the third movie of one of my all time favorite comic book movies, yeah. which those Guardian of the Galaxy movies just I they're they were made for us, man. They were made for Star Wars and Raiders of the Lost Ark fans. That's they they, they did a mashup of Star Wars and the Raiders of the Lost Ark and called it a fucking comic book movie. Yeah, I mean, pretty good with all the pop pop references to pop culture references and yeah, it's awesome. I, I mean, they said here here Gen a, Gen X nerd boys jerk off to this, and by God, we did. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. No, I'm trying to think if there's anything I'm super psyched. I mean, I I'm so behind. I haven't. I'm so behind on stuff because I'm so tired. A lot of times I'm just like, I have, ch- I have a chance to watch one show and maybe watch something that's kind of coming out now. Like I haven't watched, I've watched one episode of Picard, one episode of Mandalorian. You've I haven't watched, watched cocaine. I haven't watched cocaine bear. It's streaming. <laughs> you haven't watched cocaine bear. I, I don't know I why you brought watch... that up. I don't even, I have not watched. It's not a cocaine. superhero movie, but come on, it's cocaine bear. I haven't watched cocaine bear, nor will I. There's just so much stuff. There's so much good stuff too. So I don't, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to both those for sure. Cool. Also looking forward to the flash and because this uh, is hey Caesar, this is for you because the best Batman ever is in it again, Michael Keaton. Hi. Uh, anyways. So okay, that now that was our that was our tangent. Multi I don't I that I, I don't count us going off and talking about comic book movies as much of a tangent since this is a comic book podcast. This is true. This is true. I I mean, you know what you're getting into. You bought your ticket. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Shoot, I had a thought and it's gone. Oh, well. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Hav, for... Oh, wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. Ah, you got... got, I was like, oh, there's something else. No, thank you, Charles, for doing the podcast with me. Thank you, as always, for doing the heavy lifting, the production, the editing, the using the computer technology, inner tubes to publish it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Bye. Bye.